Today is Thursday, April 29th. The title for our devotional is Ask, Seek, Knock. We've been talking about Jesus' teaching on prayer in Luke chapter 11, and today we come to one of the more misunderstood teachings of Jesus in all of the Gospels. Luke 11, 5-13 says this, Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight, and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Again, this teaching on prayer is very similar to what Jesus teaches in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 7. The meaning here is that God is open for the request, so go ahead and ask. We are certainly free to ask, but the response to the request is still God's choice. Nonetheless, we are free to ask. He is certainly free to respond no to our requests. This isn't a situation where followers of Jesus can twist God's arm into giving them whatever they want. Our requests must still be, quote, in Jesus' name, meaning in line with the character, teaching, and will and way of Jesus. We must also keep in mind that this teaching presupposes the disciples would be praying in the manner Jesus has taught them to pray in the Lord's Prayer. Of course, God will honor those requests. Remember what Jesus taught the disciples to pray for, God's name to be revered as holy, God's kingdom to come, daily provision, forgiveness of our sins, and protection from temptation. These things God is pleased to give his children. This also includes the gift of the Holy Spirit, which we will talk about tomorrow. If we aren't seeing answers to our prayers, perhaps then we are not praying the way Jesus taught us to pray. This text is not saying that our bold, audacious prayers for A bigger house, a better car, a healthier life will be given to us if we simply ask. We know that not to be true, both theologically when we look at scripture, but also practically when we look at our lives and the lives of others. Yet we must be on guard against this way of thinking, as many in what's known as the prosperity gospel will attempt to manipulate these texts to say that this is the case. Many of their eager followers have fallen prey to promises of healthy and wealthy living by charlatans claiming to speak for God and misinterpreting these texts. The The blanket idea that God wants for you what you want for you is a very compelling lie. Who wouldn't be attracted to the promise that God will give you whatever you want, as long as you ask boldly and with sufficient faith? This thinking, however, reverses the order of reality, and we humans end up creating God in our image instead of the other way around. It is not God's will that conforms to ours, but ours to his. For additional content today, I've linked you to an article called Spurgeon's 15 Tips for a Deep and Effective Prayer Life. As our good friend Chuck Beckler often reminds me in our conversations, Charles Spurgeon was a man of intense, deep prayer. Prayer was a huge part of his life and ministry. 
so he is a great person to learn from about prayer. For the audio devotional here, I'll just go through some of the bullet points. I'll go through the 15 tips for a deep and effective prayer life uh, from Charles Spurgeon. First is be specific in your asking. Second, pray in faith. Third, fight distractions that keep you from prayer. Fourth, focus on abiding in Christ for more fruit in prayer. Fifth, pray the promises of God. Six, don't give up on praying. Keep praying. If you struggle, seven, if you struggle getting started in prayer, read the Bible first and respond to what God says. Eight, regularly confess your sins. Nine, don't worry about praying eloquent prayers. On this, he has a couple of quotes from Spurgeon, which I think are awesome, so I'm going to share them here. A mother can translate baby talk. She comprehends incomprehensible noises. Even so doth our Father in heaven know all about our poor baby talk, for our prayer is not much better. Next, Spurgeon also says, True prayer is measured by weight and not by length. A single groan before God may have more fullness of prayer in it than a fine oration of great length. Tenth, he says, when we don't feel like praying, pray for help. Spurgeon on this says, Not to pray because you do not feel fit to pray is like saying, I will not take medicine because I am too ill. Pray for prayer. Pray yourself by the Spirit's assistance into a praying frame. He also says, Pray for prayer. Pray till you can pray. Pray to be helped to pray. And give not up praying because thou canst not pray. For it is when thou thinkest thou canst not pray that thou art most praying. And sometimes, when thou hast no sort of comfort in thy supplications, it is then that thy heart, all broken and cast down, is really wrestling and truly prevailing with the Most High. Eleventh, pray humbly. Twelfth, dedicate yourself to prayer for a deeper spiritual life and more useful ministry. 13. Pray without ceasing. 14. Pray big prayers. And 15. Cultivate a grateful heart. For reflection time today, think of your prayer life. What do you tend to pray for? Does it look anything like the themes of the Lord's Prayer? Again, if you aren't seeing your prayers answered, perhaps you aren't praying for the right things. Pray, like we've said, for God to be glorified, for him to be set apart as holy. Pray for his kingdom to come. Pray for daily provision. Pray for forgiveness of sin and pray for protection from temptation. And as we'll see tomorrow, pray for the Holy Spirit.